What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. Some passion, rubber band and the money that keeps stacking. Got a honey who come with a leap fashion. She too fine, I tell her that thing magic. You ain't a hustle, you broke, well that seems tragic. Gotta catch in the fields like deep passes. I tell her plug if it's sticky, then please bag it. I need the best cause I grew up beneath madness. Uh, need a Matt Burgundy Mercy. Jewelry so heavy it might hurt me. Smoking extra kill, that extra seal. Whoa, Buffalo money need extra bills. Till I'm eating so much, I got a breakfast deal. I put what is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Jay Spencer King, and I am back. It's been a minute. I'm actually been looking forward to this. I got my boy Antoine Staley with me. Got Steros for the girls gonna be joining us real soon, but but you know what it is for now. What's going on, Antoine? Hey, how you doing? Man, I've been good. How you been? I can't complain, man. Yeah, you, you, you they've been working you, even though it's the off season. There's been a lot happening, man. I mean, it never is. It's never a dull moment. But, yeah, it's definitely been a lot going on for sure. I mean, you had the schedule release last week and, you know, OTAs are coming up and mandatory minicamp as well. Well, let's let's get started. Let's jump right into it. I mean, like, I feel like it's no, it's not technically Jets news, but. Uh, now your quarterback is not your, but the team that you covers quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. Um, his his former number one wide receiver yesterday or the day before, I can't remember which day it was. Now it all runs together, but he came out basically. He made some statements and he's like, "Look, you can tell I don't need or I didn't need Aaron Rodgers." And I guess some people are taking that in a. I don't know how else you really can take it, but but how do you take those comments from him and and. Obviously, I know it has no effect on Aaron Rodgers now, but you know, well, what drama can we draw up about this going into the season? Nothing really. I mean, I think he probably felt like he had something to prove. I mean, obviously, he was there at Green Bay, and a lot of people feel like he was probably a product of Aaron Rodgers, but you know, last year kind of showed he wasn't. I mean, he went to go play with his former college teammate, Derek Carr, you know, had you know, individual success, uh, you know, making mm-hmm. the pro, making all pro team, pro bowl, all that stuff. Still, I think the best wide receiver in football, you know, to be honest with you. And then, I mean, considering the Raiders quarterback situation and they benched him and then they put in Jared Stidham, but he still was putting up big numbers. So yeah, I think he felt like he needed to have a season like now. It's like, not even have a season like that now. You know, it's up to them to try to start winning because you got Jimmy Garoppolo over there. I mean, Josh McDaniels is – under fire i mean especially a year after you know they made the playoffs in 2021 uh had a subpar year last year and now they're trying to turn the page and try to compete in a very tough afc west where you got obviously the chiefs are still you know the king there and then the Chargers made the playoffs too and you know we had to see what denver looks like with uh sean payton there too 
It's just crazy because last year everybody assumed and everybody thought like, oh, that division, AFC West is going to be, you know, it's a gauntlet the way it is. Everybody's going to be a beast and everybody's going to have three teams make the playoff. You know, like I remember the conversation from last year. Now it seems like that's how the AFC East is being talked about. But, yeah. um, but no, I, I think it's still going to be tough next year. I don't care who is out there. It's going to be tough to go through Kansas City and, and try to win that division. But I don't know. I I don't think they got any more stable at the at the quarterback position. Um, Not really. I mean, you you kind of uh, exchange one problem for another. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess you know with Carr, like at least at times he was consistent. I mean, it was also some times where he made some boneheaded plays. I feel like he threw a lot of interceptions last year too, as well. But uh, obviously, he wasn't the Josh McDaniels guy, so you wanted to get against somebody that McDaniels is familiar with. Obviously, him and Jimmy G have a connection going back to New England. We'll see if Garoppolo can stay healthy. That's the main thing. Like, he hadn't been able to stay healthy, you know, his whole entire career. Uh, you look at even San Francisco, you know, during those days. Like, I think he had one year where he played over 15 games. So, yeah, I mean, if he can stay healthy, then maybe, you know, it's a shot to make the playoffs. But, I mean, it's always a team that kind of sneaks up and makes the playoffs that I don't think nobody expected. Last year was Jacksonville. I think they were a bit ahead of the schedule. We'll see who it is this year. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see, because like you mentioned, um, Denver has a coach now. Um, I can't say it was all coach-related, but they, they didn't look no. good. No, I wouldn't. It would all hack his fault, although, like, he probably should – he probably in a position he shouldn't have been in. But, you know, given Russell Wilson all that power, I mean, that certainly didn't help, and it seemed like they kind of alienated, you know, whether you right or wrong, some of the teammates that they had. But now you got a guy that's – a little bit sterner fist and has been a head coach before and we'll see i mean we'll see if he can turn it around i don't know like russell just didn't he just didn't look right at all i mean he looked he looked like he aged like 10 years last year now i think you know like i say part of that was maybe the system but obviously he doesn't run the way he used to so i think that's also an issue too as well yeah it's um well some people are saying it was injury you know it was based on injury last year for russ i don't know if i would say it was I don't know. I feel he like that's hurt, yeah. always – I mean, he was hurt, but I feel like that's the excuse every year at the end of the season when things don't go right. If he would have played well, nobody would have said, and he played injured. You know, like nobody would have brought that up. Um, it would have just been – because that, that's sometimes the debate I have about Josh. Like, as a Bills fan, a lot of times Bills fans are like, yeah, well, he had a, a jacked-up UCL since week whatever it was against the Jets. And it's like, okay, but when we have games, when he goes out there and throws for 350 and three touchdowns and rushes for two – Nobody says, well, he's doing that with the UCF. So it's just like keep the same energy, you know. Exactly. exactly. Like you can't you really you can't play both sides of the fence. So yeah, it's kind of yeah. like so yeah, you have to if you're out there on the field, you have to be judged for what's out there on the field. Just kind of like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers had a bit of a down year last year. You know, he mm-hmm. was injured, he had some injuries, whether you talk about the rib and thumb, but you gotta judge it for he was out there on the field. If he could have easily set it down, but which I commend him for because a lot of a lot of quarterbacks, you know, don't play through a rib injury or a thumb injury, but you know, you still have to judge the product out there on the field. So yeah, it definitely works both ways. And with Russ, yeah, I mean, injuries as you get older are part of you know a factor in it too as well. Like he's in his mid thirties and he's taking a lot of hits, and you know, we'll see if he can recover from that. Yeah, can you, can you do me a quick favor? Throw that on mute for me, man. It's gonna be all on. On the pod, my bad. And um, <laughs> I, I shot you a text. <laughs> but um, 
but so we'll see what happens with Russ. I think, and, and then now bringing it back to the AFC East and talking about Aaron Rodgers. Now, I, you're right. He had a down year. I think it had a lot to do, which everybody, any Packers fan you talk to is going to say, yeah, he was injured. It was his thumb, like you mentioned. Um, but I guess the way I look at it, I, I, I feel like. Th- Either regardless of whatever injury history that he had last year or not, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to come out just with something to prove in the first place. I, I feel like with the Packers trading him, with the Packers saying, you know what, we're done with these games with you at the end of your career. Uh, just go ahead. I'm going to send you off to New York, let you do your thing. I think in his mind, he still has something to prove. Like, look, OK, you guys traded me away. I'm going to show you all that that was the wrong decision to make and boom so i think you're gonna have a good year out of aaron Rodgers, anyway yeah i think so too i think you know i think he has something to prove he feels like he uh obviously a lot of people are doubting him his age and you know being in the situation that he is and you know this is giving him new life to be honest mm-hmm. with you he's in a new situation like he's smiling he's happy you know i feel like he's in a really good place with the jets and uh he might play only a year but at the same time that Again, this is kind of giving him a bit of a new life and new opportunity. And sometimes you need a change. I think it was good for him, for him, excuse me, him and the Packers to kind of move on. Uh, obviously, you know, they wanted to get younger at the quarterback position with Jordan Love. And with him, it was kind of like, yeah, he had been flirting with retirement in the last few years. And, you know, now, you know, it kind of gives him a new life and opportunity to maybe compete for a Super Bowl once again. And it seems like the Packers wasn't going to really do all that with them because it seems like they want to go in a different direction it just i guess it trips me out too when i look at the because so obviously for those who aren't privy to the rest of the league outside of like the bills or the jets so the packers agreed to like an extension i guess instead of doing um the option with jordan love they agreed to an extension where it's typically is almost the same money but it's not fully guaranteed if i'm looking at it the right way um how much faith do you feel like that organization really has in him? Because it's, and I get it. Like he hasn't really played. So to me, like I get why you make the move where it's not fully guaranteed where you have some flexibility, but um, I don't know. Are we going to be talking about the Packers being players next year for one of the quarterbacks in the, in the draft? Or are, are we looking at, you know, Jordan love possibly being the quarterback of the future there? We don't know. And we hadn't seen him play. It's kind of like Trey Lance, the same thing. Like, we hadn't really seen him play either. So it's hard to judge those guys without seeing them play on the field. I think uh, – I mean, it could be in, in play for for a quarterback. Because it's going to be – I think it's going to be four quarterbacks taking the first round this year too. Uh, mm-hmm. I was just looking at the guys that are going to be eligible to come out. And it's going to be, if not a better class than what this was. This was – I think it's – you know, you have two guys that are highly profiled and, you know, May from North Carolina and obviously Caleb Willis from USC. But, you know, back to the Packers, I mean, it's just it's a lot of unknowns. It's it's kind of the same thing when Aaron Rodgers was replacing Brett Favre. We don't necessarily know uh, what's going to ha- We didn't know how Aaron Rodgers was going to be, although I saw him in college and I thought he'd be a really, really good quarterback. But you have no idea how that's going to translate to the NFL. Jordan Love, I don't have the same confidence in considering, you know, he didn't play, you know, at a big time school like like Hal, like Aaron Rodgers did, or he wasn't on TV and all of that stuff too. Although I saw a lot of him in college, but uh, it's just, you know, when you sit on the bench for three years, then it's still a lot of unknowns. But the Packers seem like they're very confident in him. They seem, so I guess they saw they seen something in him that believe that he can be the next guy. Otherwise, 
I think they probably would have tried tried their best to keep Aaron Rodgers maybe another year, and I'm sure Aaron probably would have wanted to stay there too. But uh, they they seem like they were content on moving on finally, and they kind of facilitated the whole thing. Man, and to bring this around to the Jets, to me it seems like the Jets um, obviously. Okay, maybe I'm wrong when I say this, but I feel like adding Alan Lazard to me would have been enough. Like with the the receiving core that that the Jets had last year, you add Lazard and then you add Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. I think that's a pretty solid wide receiver room. I I, I kind of feel like it, I don't even want to say it's too much of a good thing because I don't think that it's an improvement to go out at this point of his career and to get the guys that they brought in there. Now, my man Strohs is in here with us now. Um, we'll add him in for this question as well. But, uh, but Twan, like, how do you, how do you view all of the acquisitions that they made? Cause I feel like um, you might now be kind of taking playing time away from some young guys that deserve it. Uh, just based on the fact that these guys are signing these kind Randall Cobb, I just don't think is an upgrade to anybody. Well, no, that was he's like the fifth wide receiver on their roster. So it's not, yeah. it's more, that's more for the kind of appease Aaron Rodgers and to make him comfortable, like a familiar face. That's why you add him. I mean, we've seen it with Peyton Manning when he came in, into the Broncos, they added in a familiar way. I mean, obviously the Bucks and Tom Brady, obviously adding Rob Gronkowski. You do things to kind of appease the guy that you're, you know, trying to make happy at the quarterback position. So that's kind of what it is with Aaron Rodgers. You're, trying, you're bringing in guys that he's familiar with and also familiar with it because it's a new system too. It's a new offensive system with Nathaniel Hackett. So, yeah, I think that's kind of why you break him in. But, yeah, I mean, McCole Hartman, I think, is a good move for him. Uh, obviously, Elijah Moore, they traded him. Uh, it was a lot of things on and off the field that, you know, last year that didn't go right for him. But I think Hartman, you know, the kind of the versatility he gives you, I think that's – I think that's pretty. I think that's great because he can be a returner for you. He can also do like a like end arounds and kind of like gadget plays too, along with being a, a you know a solid wide receiver, slot wide receiver when he's healthy. That is so. Yeah, I think that's a good move for him. But you know, in addition to their are already receiver core. Obviously, you got Garrett there, who's going to be their number one regardless. I mean, he's their top guy. But I think all in all, I think their receiver core is a much better place than what it was a year ago. Yes, yeah, he he talked about Elijah Moore and laughed about it. That's because Antoine ran him out of New York, man. Antoine was giving him the business. He was out there bullying boys, man. No, nah, I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> he said, I don't know what you're talking about. But what's good, Sterles? How you been, man? Hey man, I just I just got done, bro. So I'm I'm good, man. I can't I can't complain. Uh, you know, anybody trying to hear all that, but Life is good, man. I, I'm I'm happy for the Jets. I'm happy for y'all, man. Y'all got your boy Rogers. Y'all had a good little draft. You know, Twan is uh I'm I'm surprised he don't have no no Jets hat on, but uh them them heat them heat gonna lose. So we'll just start with that. You think the well, heat like, like the Lakers last night? I, I I'm an, I like the Nuggets, so now wait a minute. What now why y'all gotta do that? Why y'all gotta come in here throwing <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't even I didn't even do nothing. What did I do to deserve that? Okay. <laughs> Y'all didn't have to go and take jabs at the Lakers there. What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. 
Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of PropG Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the PropG Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. I don't know. I think I think the uh, I think the Heat got a chance, man. I do. I think the Heat. Listen, they, I think they underperformed all year, so I think their seeding don't matter. I think that they're a good team. I, th- I think well, that yeah. Jimmy's a hooper in the playoffs. I think he turns into like Jordan Jr. Or I don't I don't know where he connects to this level of play when the playoffs roll around, but the dude is next level in the playoffs. And I just I think we're gonna see a, a Heat Laker rematch, man. I you know I. You, you're shaking your head. I think the Lakers figured something out in the second half when it was too late. I do. Yeah, I think I think freeing AD up the way that they did to allow him to kind of just be a freelancing defender like that. And you put Rue. I, I don't know. But go ahead. I, I hear you're going to throw some hate. I already saw it in your face. Go ahead and well, I don't, I don't respect the heat to win, but, you know, I'm rooting for them because, you know, the fact that they made it this far, I think, is yeah, uh, right. an accomplishment. You know, consider they're an eighth seed and then they beat the, they beat the top team in basketball record-wise. This year, although I know Giannis was hurt and everything surrounded it, but yeah. the fact that they did that, that was amazing. And then to beat New York, also not having a home court advantage, also amazing. So every now it's just kind of gravy. So yeah, no, it's 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 been a pretty cool run for them, man. Yeah, Jimmy is Lakers, just him. The Lakers, man, I I don't know, man. Like yeah, the, they the way game too. Like I think they're like they, they they're not gonna beat they're not gonna beat the Nuggets uh, both times in LA. I can tell you that right now. They better yeah. wrap it up. Like I, I, I would never doubt LeBron, like because you know, obviously he's such a great player, but and Jokic, man, he, he that man is a dog. Like he, yeah, yeah he he's is. Nice. He's the best player in basketball right now. Yeah, and I, I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even debate that. But I think the thing that I'm looking at now, because I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't have the faith in the Lakers going into the playoffs like I yeah. do right now. I just think that they, after the trade deadline, they really made the right type of moves to put a, a decent team together and a good supporting cat. Like this is the first time I ever remember watching Brian not have to basically win the game. Like even even when he had Kyrie, like yeah, he had certain moments when Kyrie would drop forty one with him. They both up there doing whatever. But like on a regular basis, he was carrying the team, and and then he would have people kind of show up and help out a little bit here and there. This is the first time where he ain't. I just feel like he's able to kind of let people get involved, do what they want to do, and then when he wants to turn it on, he can. It, he, it's, he he was until I think this series. I think this series he's gonna have to do a lot more because man, you're playing like the Nuggets are they they aren't the Warriors. I mean, the Warriors are kind of they were just kind of going through the motions, and it's not to yeah. take anything away from the you know the win. It's obviously beat the champion. That's a big win, but the Nuggets are a whole different animal. And then Memphis. We, as we've come to find out, they're a mess. Like they're yeah, just complete yeah. mess of an organization. So they they kind of got some breaks there, to be honest with you. So now, like I think if they can, if they beat the Nuggets, then I think they will win the championship. Don't say it because they're not going to beat the Nuggets. I, I don't think they're going to either. But this is like I think the Nuggets have been the best team in the playoffs so far this year. Let me tell you the underrated thing that people don't talk about when it comes to the Nuggets is Mike Malone. The the, the we, I, I was a I'm a big fan of Darvin Ham and the adjustments they made in the second half. But Mike Malone gonna have them boys ready. Like you know the Rory Hachimura thing that it caught wind and that's cool. But like you know they're gonna make some adjustments. You know they they might use Big Jeff Green or or they you know they might go with Aaron Gordon and some of those uh, those pick and roll and those switch situations and stuff. They go they're gonna be ready. And 
when's the last time AD has been dominant in two games in a row like this? Like, I just don't see it happening. You know, they they, they need LeBron and, and a lot of the role players to really step up. But they, they put up a fight last night. It's still a good game, man. It, on, it was man. fun. Can y'all – Steros, now I'm with you, and I'm not even going. I'm not going. I'm not going to debate you just for the sake of debating. But let's <laughs> let's not run with these fake narratives. Like AD, I get it. He was going good game, fake. bad game, good game. Bad. That's history. Dude, That's his he history. just had. He just had four good games in a row. Like literally, go back. Do I do I have to do I have to drag you on the stats like I did when y'all was trying to talk about about Bill's secondary? Bro, AD, like we watch or, or like AD. the run defense. Watch AD. On and, and guess, and guess it like you tried to drag us. And guess how they guess how they lost the playoffs. They run defense exactly. Like they <laughs> that wasn't the debate. No, that I, wasn't the debate. You trying to change the debate now? At that no, point, no, you said no, the I Bills said didn't have a good run defense. No, no, I said they're run defense they problem, and then you threw up these uh, hollow stats that didn't mean anything. And guess no, what? They got, and they got they got ran all over in the playoffs. So I told you it wasn't just it you. wasn't just they got ran over. They got beat down everywhere. No, they got beat down everywhere in the playoffs. So they get run over. They got ran over. They got passed over. They got they, they, oh, they no, had Easter it, Sunday. On the, they, no, the Bills got destroyed in the playoffs. So I'm not debating you. I'm not. I'm not fighting with you. But what I'm saying is, at the time, your argument was that the Bills' run defense was suspect. It wasn't good. I didn't give you empty stats. I told you what their average was per game against. Team. I went throughout the whole season. They had like four games that you would consider a bad defensive run performance. I don't care about the stats. They wasn't good. They wasn't good. They got they got carved up for 172 yards in a playoff game. That's not good, bro. Like I'm okay, saying, I'm not debating that. But that wasn't okay. the debate at the time. Like you, you looking you, at the stats. Like I'm looking at by the eye test. They're, I they was looking at the season. I went to a lot of games. I watched every game. I wasn't just looking at the stats. We had last year the Buffalo Bills during the season had a very good run defense. It, it wasn't just. It wasn't just me looking at stats. Like, we stopped very good running backs. The, the Cleveland Browns could do nothing against the Buffalo Bills' run defense with those running backs. You look at the Lions. They got they had red zone opportunities that they capitalized on, but they did not run well against the team. The Vikings had a good second half, had one big play in the second half. That's context to it. They had a good day, but that was because of that 170-plus yard run. Like the Bills last year, eight defensively on the run. You just, you just a Jets fan now. I get it. I get it. No, you just a Jets nothing, fan. It has nothing to do with that. No, you, I like how you play at both sides of the fence. Like you said, okay. I'm not. No, yes, you did. You, you just literally said, okay, <laughs> the Vikings had one big play, so the stats. For I was that, that in context. So the, no, stats and, so the stats don't matter for that, but they matter. I for didn't say that else. either. Yes, yes, I didn't you, say that you, you just said it. I did not. From the very beginning, I said I went through the whole season. I told you that the Bills had like five games that were subpar. That Vikings game is one of them. I'm not changing nothing. But for the season, the Buffalo Bills had a very good run defense, and you tried to drag. Yeah, they, them they did. Before. They definitely did. Yeah, in the Their playoffs weakness is in the middle. The the, the, the weakness yo, is in the middle of the defense. That that's and what I'm the debating. Was on the I guess what the I'm Dolphins the Dolphins ran. ran um, Ran rough shot on them a few times, and then you saw Guess what happened. What? To the Dolphins game, so. went home. The Dolphins went home. What, what about the road game? What road game? Oh, to my that, y'all, y'all played them three season. times. Y'all played them three times. Like I'm talking about you the game about early in the season. Too. Okay, we we played them three times and beat them twice. I mean, and, and guess what? They ran all over you all three times too. So, okay. I'm not debating that. I just said the Bills had – I said they had certain games where they didn't perform well against the run, but overall for the season they had a very good run defense. That's okay. what I'm saying. Okay. You you just 
What about the playoffs? We lost. <laughs> we got our asses kicked. <laughs> you acted like, you're like this is great run defense, but it was not, it was it was not good. It was not good, man. It was not good. I, I think it was. Right. It might have not been as bad as I made it out to be, but it was. It, it certainly wasn't as good as you made it out to be okay. either. Well, let's. Can we meet there? That's, that's the middle. Can we meet right there? Yeah. That it yeah. wasn't as bad as you said, and it wasn't as good as I said. Yes, correct. But. <laughs> that's a victory right there. Look at us hey, compromising. Hey, but the the Lakers though, that's a whole nother story. You know, I'm gonna stick to my guns on that. I I, I really do think the Nuggets gonna get them four to two. I really do. I got, I got Nuggets and six too. Yeah, no, I mean. If I was to take my fandom out of it and like me not being a Lakers fan, if I was to take that out of it, I would probably mm-hmm. agree. I think that Joker Joker's insane right now, man. And and I've always liked KCP as a role player. I think he's yeah. he's playing big right now for them. And I think I think Murray, they just they, they really deep. put together a nice team. Let yeah, me ask you a question though. D'Angelo yeah. Russell, man, like I had high hopes for him coming over, and it's like, man, he just it's like the effort's not there. It's like it's so lackadaisical. He doesn't like he he's so talented. I feel like he could take over games. He just don't. He won't. He's always been like that. That's I, why I feel, I feel like he's always been like that. I can't speak for anybody else, but yeah, I always feel like he's he's been like he's had the talent to be a consistent all star, but he doesn't always put it together. And I think you kind of see that he kind of goes through the motions. He has his games where he puts up twenty points, and you know, and he's there. But then you have other games where you barely even recognize, you barely even know that he's out there on the court. That's the problem with him for me is that yeah. um, exactly what Antoine said. Like he's talented. He has all the talent to be one of the top guards in the league. And he got it, just all of it. And yeah. then he'll come out and he'll drop 25 in the first half <laughs> in one game. And he just makes it look like he can dominate anytime he goes out there. Then he have another game where he's missing layups and he's, you know, missing wide open jumpers and he's just not passing the ball. And you see LeBron walking away frustrated. <laughs> but you know what? I got to give Bron a lot of the, the blame on stuff, too. We can't act like Bron. I'm so tired. I get it. You're 38, year 20, and you want cause to go your way every time. But I get so frustrated watching him not go back on defense when he don't get the call that he wants. And he sits there like this, and he's walking up the court. Or he's sitting there complaining, crying to the ref, and then it's a fast break on the other end. And that just bugs me. That that bugs me. And yeah, you, you're the leader. He had a moment uh, last night where – Game is on the line, and he don't even, he ain't even trying to get back on defense. I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, he is older too, so I get that. But it, if the game's on the line at certain points, yeah, you gotta, you know, you gotta, man, you know get back there. This is the same dude that'll come down on a chase block. And that was sm- just about to say, and smack dude, smash out of bounds, and KCP. I mean, Braun came out of nowhere, just you know, and then out of the, nowhere. And then he just like I saw that coming too because when he was behind him, I was like, I already know what's gonna happen. Oh, and he, <laughs> hey, he should have murdered that, but he he nicked it. But typically, Braun is swatting that to to the second level. So, but to bring it back around the NFL, because like I said, I, I don't want to debate on you know on that because I could talk about the Lakers series all night. The, yeah. them, I I tell you what, I think whoever wins the series wins the championship. You know, mm. if I'm if I take it there, I'm just hoping the fandom in me is hoping that it's the Lakers. I just, yeah. you know, I, I keep saying if the Lakers make it, I'm going to go to, I'm a, it's not Staples no more. I'm going to go to crypto arena or whatever oh, yeah. it's called. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, if they make it, I gotta, I gotta go out to LA for it. I have to. What you going to go, you going to go to the arena. Yeah. Cause I don't, I don't know the next time, obviously 
I don't I think this would be the last time we see Brown in the finals if he if they go this time. And then on top of it, I just can't I don't know the next time I think the Lakers will make it. You know, it, they they find a way every five to seven years. I get it, but yeah, they know. I mean they might get Kyrie next year, so they might they might have one more year possibly like to have you know, success. But outside of that, yeah, I can't see it. So yeah, this is probably the best this is probably their best shot. Like the, yeah. at least win another championship. Probably his best last shot to win a championship. Yeah. So, but, but, so back to the, um, the schedule, we, we didn't get to talk last week and then the schedule came out Thursday. Um, Sterles, let's start with you and then we'll, we'll swing around. So opener, we open up against each other. That means I get to talk so much shit to Twan, like that whole, like, I'm going to be out there, be out in New Newark. And then from New York, New York, no, I'm going to head up to, I know that's what I'm saying. No, I know I'm saying they're from Newark. I'm gonna head up to East Rutherford, and then, yeah, I know I'm, I'm gonna be down there in Newark, though. I'm, you know, I'm. A, <laughs> I gotta see where I, B at. We gonna I mean, you B can at. you can take that. You can take a plane to the city and then come in. So some people do that too. Well, we're gonna be out there. So I, I'm gonna talk so much crap leading up to that game. I know the Buffalo Bills better do their thing for that game, but the Buffalo Bills open up their season in East Rutherford against the New York Jets. Sterles, where you at with it, man? How you feel like the NFL did overall with the scheduling? Um, how do you like opening up the season this way? And I feel like I already know your answer to this, but do you feel like it's disrespectful uh, for the for the defending division champs to have to open up on the road? Nah, man, it's – I think I wouldn't have – Twan, you'll be shocked – I'm sorry, Twan, you'll be shocked how many times I've seen that. But go ahead. Go ahead, Sterles. I wouldn't have it any other way, man. I, I think that the Bills have a lot to prove. Like, you yeah. know, even though they won the, the division, man, I, I feel like, you know, all other three teams to me got better this offseason. And I, I think if you're going to set the tone for the season, man, you got to go out and beat the Jets. You got to, you know, uh, we're going to see how that plays out. Great to catch the Jets early because I think they're going to be a hell of a team moving forward. But but the game that I'm looking forward to the most is the Bengals. That, that's the test for me. Like if the Bills are for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that they're, they're probably going to win five, lose five games in the season. Like, the, the division's tough. They got some really tough games. You know, they got the second uh, toughest schedule in the league or something like that, uh, statistically. Um, but it's it's the Bengals game for me, man. That That's the one where it's like, just like we talked about Kansas City in the past, mm-hmm. you got to show me you could beat the Bengals. Because the what, what they did to you in the playoffs and what they were about to do to you before the DeMar Hamlin thing, they they was they was gonna catch them them hands, and so that that's the one for me that's like my favorite game of the season. I need to know what's gonna happen with Mixon, all of this legal stuff that he got going on. I, I need that dude to to get it together, just get it together and and take advantage of these opportunities. But uh, Antoine, I saw you shaking your head when I asked Sterling about the disrespect. You you have no idea how frustrating sometimes it is, man. Like you be having these conversations with people and they're like, well, it's so disrespectful. Now to just get Aaron Rodgers and they're the darling of the and it's like, first of all, it's a it's it's New York. It, yeah. It's 9-11. Like it's exactly. like there's so many different things that I could I, it's no disrespect. It ain't like the Bills won the Super Bowl and we gotta right. play that's, that's away. Exactly like you know what I mean? Like it's a divisional game. So, so I think it's ridiculous, but I mean, when I tell you the amount of people who I've seen complain about that and I'm like, the thing y'all need to be complaining about is the fact that they building the whole stadium without a damn dome. That's what y'all need to be complaining about. Well, I, well, they, they need to, they don't, they don't need a dome, man. They don't need a yeah, dome. They, yeah, they do. 
No, yeah, they yeah. don't. No, they don't, man. Like, no, you got to take advantage of those elements, man. Just they like, don't take advantage of them. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> they boys, they boys, soft as hell when it comes to the <laughs> snow, bro. <laughs> hey, I mean, that's not their fault though. But they need, you, know, you need to be outdoors, man. Like, man, I think no. Minnesota needs to be outdoors. You just say that because you go to the games. That's why. No, I'm saying in general, they they haven't. Is how is it a home field advantage when we never take advantage? The game against the Chiefs that you talked about was in the snow at home in Orchard Park with those winds that Josh Allen is supposed to be so much better than everybody else throwing the ball in. We lost twenty seven. What was it? Twenty seven to ten. We got dog walk at home while it was snowing in Orchard Park <laughs> with Bill Mafia. What a what was this? This last game that we played, the last time you saw the Buffalo Bills. Oh, you mean against Cincinnati? Oh, you had me confused. You said Kansas City. I thought I said Bengals. I'm sorry. I I, I go off about that game, so maybe I just was – yeah, I'm sorry. But, yeah, no. Dude, it it was snow at home. It gets cold cold in Cincinnati, too. Not like Buffalo. Not like Buffalo. But it gets cold. It was snowing. We had the we had the lake effect snow happening. We had Bills Mafia out there chanting and, and singing the shout song. We had all of that stuff happening that they, that we talk about for the playoffs. And j- nobody wants to see Buffalo in January. And and with the Kansas City came and they saw us. Not Kansas. I keep saying Kansas. Bengals. The Bengals came and they saw us at they home. They did. They sure did. By, by they the came way, and saw they... us at home. By the way, the Bills have the seventh toughest schedule in the league, uh, which is actually the the easiest out of all the f- opponents in the AFC. Is quite crazy enough. Uh, the Dolphins are second, and then the Patriots are third, and then the Jets are sixth. So I don't know if you want to t- what you want to take from that, but yeah, I think all the teams. I mean, it's going to be a tough schedule, no matter for all the teams in the division this year, because they play the AFC West and they play the NFC East too. So yeah. you're playing three playoff teams from last year in the NFC East, and then you're playing the Chiefs and the Chargers, who also made the playoffs. And then for Buffalo, I think they also play Jacksonville, too, as well. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, that's tough. That's a tough sledding. But, yeah, I mean, I like it. I like it because we get to see what the Jets are. You know, everybody's talking about them and their chances to possibly reach the Super Bowl. I'm not there yet. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contending team, at least not right now. But, you know, let's see. Let's see where they are, and they they get into the measure stick game against the team that's won, you know, the, the division the last three years. So I think it's a perfect start to Monday Night Football, nine eleven. You know, in Jersey, I think it's going to be electric. You know, atmosphere there to say the least. Yeah, I just need you, gotta, you to go on Twitter and start saying how much the Bills are going to beat them by to grow your fan base and love for you in the city. <laughs> look, I you know I, I don't even know. Like I'm not even there. That. I'm not even doing predictions, none of that. Though. <laughs> but I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if the Jets were to win. I mean, that's just kind of how it is. But you know, I, I could go either way. But still, I, I don't make predictions like until we get to August. But we'll see. Sunday, yeah. Sunday. That that's Sunday. We're gonna have to link and uh, watch the game. Uh, unless I mean, I don't know how you what your work is like when it's a game Probably day nothing. like that. When you so no, yeah, we have to link or nothing. Um, like I'll probably, I don't know how they'll do it because um, typically for Monday night games you practice like on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and I don't know if they'll practice considering like that's the first week of the season. They might just have a regular week and have two days off. So either way, like I'll be I'll be around on Sunday. Like I'm be I'm be watching the Raiders game anyway somewhere. 
All right. Yeah. No, let's let's get it. Because I, I was we was looking at um. There's it's New York. It's always always stuff to do. But I know the Yankees play that weekend. I'm like, nah, I don't want to miss no football games. I, I ain't try, it's stuff. Well, it's you, open. You come on Saturday. If you go Saturday and watch the Yankees game. Man, Yankee, talk about trash. Who, right who now. I, about to, I was about to, I was just about to say I don't know if I want to see them right now. Anyway, man, I ain't even <laughs> who um uh, who they playing. I don't know. I know I right now they not last. <laughs> I know that much. <laughs> right now they're not last in the division. That's all I know. Well, the Yankees and Red Sox are both like mid <laughs> this year horrible. anyway. Just horrible, yeah, they're, man. They're mid. It's so bad. Yeah. So all right. Uh any other big game uh that you can think of in the in with the division that you think will, will matter? I, I I like the way that oh, the yeah. end of the seasons look for every team. Uh but but what what games are you looking forward to? Well, at least um, the Bills fans don't have to complain this year about the heat since the game is in uh, January in Miami. So they have that going for them. You see how he's trying to. That's that's brutal. You see how he's doing that? Like, uh, I see. Uh, uh-huh. I just had, I had to throw a little bit of shade there. Uh, by the way, the, uh, I think he's played, uh, they played the Brewers that weekend. So, yeah, I might, I might would go out for that. Um, but yeah, as far as the other team, like I think the Dolphins and Jets game is going to be big too because I think both of those teams are like are going to be in the midst for the playoffs. I mean, obviously they play on Black Friday. I think that's going to be a big game, and then they play a month later in December down in Miami. So you know, if whoever if somebody can split, I mean, sweep the series, I think that'll go a long way to determine whether the uh, the division has two or three teams in the playoffs. I just love the fact that I mean I know you was taking a little jab there, but I actually I do love a Miami trip in January. Like that's a good break from. Well, that's the best time to go. Like I went, the Jets had their finale last year, so I, I love that. Yeah, so no, that's gonna be a good trip. I'm, I'm gonna be sure to. Uh, you guys are, are home at the end of the year, right? I feel like. No, well, the Jets are not. No, the Jets are on the road three of the last four. They're in New England that weekend. Oh, so yeah, I'm still calling talk crap because like the weather is still gonna be better <laughs> where I'm at than where you are. So yeah, well, I'm gonna just yeah. The weather be the weather is better down there than anywhere else in the country at that time of the year. I don't know about anywhere, but I feel where you're going. Where, I, I where, where else in the country is it better? I live San, in Phoenix, bro. San Diego. I'll never complain about weather in Phoenix in January. Better than, better than South Florida with the water. Like they got water. Like I, I, I hate that muggy stuff. I, I hate it being muggy. It ain't muggy down there in January. Well, it is, it is always muggy. Are you kidding me? I was there in March and it was muggy. Oh God! You, Florida's always you, on the brink of extinction. I you, like Florida, but if you're, guess you're asking me to compare, I guess I'm a I'm, southerner, so it doesn't bother me. Like some people, it does. Like I can't even literally <laughs> doesn't bother me at all. This man just like I love it. Like, I love the humidity. Like I can't, you know. Okay. All right. Well, man, Matt in the comments say San Diego was perfect all year. I, I think yeah. San Diego. San Diego yeah, that, that might be the I only place. It. Yeah, I, lo- I would totally live in San Diego, but they have no football team, so. <laughs> That's true. He's just out here just throwing darts. Hey, he, yeah, I know. He's, <laughs> he's sour today, boy. <laughs> he's throwing darts. Because, you know, okay. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, like, they, am I lying? Like, they don't have a I mean, you team? ain't lying, but they still love the Chargers, though. I mean, that's still, yeah, they that's still their squad. Do they? Do they? Not, not, for, not everybody, they don't. Like, a lot of people were pissed off about that, man. Like, a lot of people jumped ship. 
Just like the Raiders fans were pissed off to the guy oh, in the new different. stadium. That's different, though. The Raiders have moved everywhere. The Raiders were in L.A. when I was born. They were in L.A., they were in Oakland, now they're in Vegas. That's different, though. With the Char- Chargers were in San Diego for 60-plus years. Like, that's different, man. That's a, that's a lot different than the Raiders. The Raiders fans are used to moving around. You're trying to say and the then, Raiders fans are second class, and huh? And then, no. no that's what I said. And then <laughs> the Raiders have fans everywhere. Raiders, Raiders got fans everywhere. <laughs> like, you can go right. anywhere in the country, it's a Raider fan, though. You can be a Raider fan. Yo, Raiders fans kill me, man. But you know what? They remind me of Bills and 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 Cowboys fans. If I'm honest, like I don't know what it is about Cowboys fans are more annoying. But oh, yeah. but the passion, the passion that the Raiders and Bills fans and the Cowboys fans, and really I would even say Eagles fans. I would say they remind me of Eagles fans. Like them, the Eagles are a lot of. <laughs> They're yeah, kind of no, angry. I, I definitely- I could definitely put the Eagles up there. Eagles, Eagles are like that. I remember when they came out here for uh, to play against the Cardinals, and it was just like, "Is this a home game or what?" Like, it, it, dude, it was nothing but green. Well, they just probably took vacation. They just probably took yeah. vacation out there. That's basically that's usually what they do with Miami too. They just come down there, or if, just stay down there for a weekend, and then just take vacation. Yeah, it was like that. It was definitely like that. So, but look, let's go ahead and uh, we're going to call it early tonight. I, I just wanted to, to connect with y'all, see how things have been going and talk about the schedule a little bit. Uh, Sterles, you got anything special coming up soon that you want to uh, highlight real quick? No, man, I'm, I'm kind of on a hiatus, a little, little breaky break. My son, yeah. oh, my son is playing. Uh, we'll be in Chicago this weekend at a, a national tournament. Uh, so, you know, he plays with Phillips Elite. So, We'll be doing that. Little man starting football soon. It's going to be a busy summer, man. All right. All right. Matter of fact, me and you got to talk because um, I feel like probably Jets play in Denver, right? Yes. Yes, yes they do. Again, like per year. So why don't the three of us go see Prime on that Saturday, see if they're in town when the Jets come into town, and we could just go see, see Prime do his thing, man. Let's do oh, that. Are you gonna see him like get beat down by somebody? Who cares? Who cares? It's prime. You know what I'm I saying? mean, yeah, I just I just want to go, I just want to go and, and see prime. That don't even matter. Yeah, I, 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 need, to look, I need to look at the schedule, but yeah, I'll yeah. definitely be down for that. I don't think they're gonna be as bad as everybody's assuming. Well, they're not gonna they're not gonna win like only two games. So yeah, I mean they'll be better than that. I don't know how much better though. I, I think they're probably like a five, six win team. That, that for um, them that would be a win this year, to get the five or six wins that'd be good for them because their schedule's tough. Oh yeah, it, it's definitely brutal for sure. I feel like they picked up some ballers though. They picked up some some. But they changed the whole roster. They changed the whole damn roster. Yeah, fifty-seven players hit the transfer portal. That's yeah, a lot, but hey, man, let's see. I mean, it's it, you know, I, I think you know teams now more than ever can come in in a year with that much roster over and be decent. You know. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. So, all right, but well, let's plan that, though, because, I, I like, like I said, those shows, I think that's the uh, weekend. They, uh, no, do unfortunately, this. they'll be they'll actually be where you are in Arizona that weekend. They oh, really? Yeah. Got to be more careful. Got to be more careful. We'll figure that one out, Strauss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, there, there's plenty of games, you know. Yeah. Now, Twan just might not come, but we'll be up in that thing. You know, we'll figure it out. So, uh, Twine, you got anything that you writing or got anything that you want to uh, talk about? Uh, OTAs the next week, so I'll have a few um, articles on that. But other than that, nah, just kind of relaxing and, you know, chilling this time of the year. 
All right. And uh, I think for me, I think next week I'm going to take one more week off from uh, the code of conduct. We might do chop up. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that during the week and I'll figure that out. Um, but but other than that, y'all know how we do it over here with Buffalo Rumblings. Y'all love each other, take care of each other, and live in peace. And as always, stay positive, test negative. Go Bills. Go Bills. <laughs>